We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Everybody, it's been a while since I've done one of these. Welcome to Pod Mavericks Group Therapy. Thanks so much for hanging out with us here. It's Friday afternoon. It's a little after three thirty on August the fourth. We are as close to the middle of the NBA dead zone off season as at any point during the year. Because starting as recently or as soon as next week, we're going to have actual news stuff that we can talk about if if we're so interested. With, for example, Dirk Nowitzki entering the Hall of Fame, um, there's going to be inching more towards the World Cup starting. Obviously, there's the friendlies going on right now, but we're just in an absolute dead zone for content, uh, which isn't the worst thing in the world. Um, I kind of like the break to a degree, but I also like, uh, like talking a little shop with you guys. So while I'm meandering here in the, uh, beginning of this show, remember this is our live show where if you want to participate, you go ahead and click the link, the pinned post there that's in the YouTube channel, and you can come hang out, uh, come talk some, some basketball, ask me some questions. We can really talk about, uh, talk about anything that anybody wants to at the moment. I mean, I'm, I'm sort of. I don't want to say I'm quite exactly at a loss. There's plenty of stuff that we could could ramble about, you know, particularly today. Um, the Slovenian national team played Greece in the second of a kind of home-and-home uh, home with the Greece national team. Uh, Luka Doncic hurt his knee kind of on a collision. Um, Vlatkar, uh, Vlatko Kankar also really got injured, which is just deeply disappointing. Um, but, you know, it, it's it sort of goes to the whole notion of, these guys are going to be playing basketball. That's one thing I think that that gets lost in in the discussion. So whether they're playing in basketball in front of thousands of people or on television or whatnot, they're still going to be playing. Uh, you know, either in pickup or in practice or in situations like that. So 
Um, you know, injuries just sort of come with it. I think it is a little bit frustrating as a Mavs fan to to see Luca and obviously a Slovenian um, uh, countryman uh, to see your your guy go down. Um, Luca will probably be fine, as we all know. He's a bit of a tank, but injuries do take their toll. And you know, having a going into a, a collision is is just it's 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 not it's not ideal. Um, so we'll see the the Slovenians. Let's see here. They play a number of more games. Like I was actually talking about this with a friend. It's it's the United States. I think plays like three total warm up games. Um, the Slovenian national team plays Montenegro on Mon no on Tuesday. Excuse me. Then they play Spain and then USA in back to back days uh, on August 11th and 12th. They play Japan on the 19th. And then um, the the World Cup group stage starts on the 25th, so <clears throat> like 21 days from now. It's just it's it's sort of interesting to to see that volume of games for the Slovenian team. You know they they don't the squad this year, at least in these first two games, has not <clears throat> looked great. Uh, they I sort of think they're missing you know Mike Toby. They're gonna have to make some interesting choices because they can only carry over one naturalized citizen into those games that'll be pretty interesting on the world cup as a whole I'm, I'm really kind of looking forward to it because the canadian national team is is truly truly outstanding uh if if you go look at the the, the roster that, that they're featuring so that that part's pretty fun excuse me just had to cough there for a second um you know in, in terms of mavs news uh, the only thing that's happened that's like kind of remotely interesting over the last few days outside of anything internationally is uh, Texas A&M wing Dexter Dennis is signing an Exhibit 10 contract, which is kind of a training camp invite. Um, that one uh, didn't really have a lot of strong takes on it. But, you know, always interesting to bring guys that you haven't heard of to training camp as opposed to to retreads. Today, uh, Frank Nilakina signed a, a kind of non-guaranteed contract with the Charlotte Hornets, which I thought was particularly um, interesting. I kind of figured that he had played his last game on an NBA team. And let's see here. Yeah, he's it's in, in the chat. He isn't, Luka Doncic isn't injured. It's, it's that, he, he it, you know, Anytime the guy gets a bump or a bruise, the way we see him, I just don't know how to react anymore. Um, because you know the kind of physical style that Luca plays when he is and isn't able to play is hard for me to figure out. Because I think he will probably always try to play at you know pretty much regardless of, of as long as his legs and arms work. So that's that's sort of where we are um at that moment so you know there's there's been some other you know nicer things around the week josh uh bo and i talked about it on on monday at at miles turner's basketball camp where carl had a lot to say about luca and obviously a lot to say about dirk which was pretty interesting um and just nice to read kind of in the in the dead zone um see here there's you know luca looked luca looks physically fantastic um, as, as Bernard, as Bernardo notes, uh, he was playing amazing today. Luca also played fantastic the other day. Um, he just looks the, the tan is something that I don't know how to discuss without sounding weird. Um, he's clearly been out in the sun, <laughs> which good for him. I wish I, I wish I could be out in the non Texas sun and getting a little bit of, of that going. 
you know, physically Luca looks as, as good as we've seen him. Um, is let it, you know, when he wears like the full length tights, which I don't know if the NBA really likes the when players do that. He just, he looks slender. Uh, there were some stories uh, Tim Cato had mentioned earlier in the summer that Luca might uh, have been asked by, by the Mavericks to consider, you know, kind of his playing weight closer to two, you know, 30 as opposed to 245, 250. Um, it, it's, I'm curious to see what sort of changes if he's interested in that, in that angle. Um, I, I've talked about this extensively, and this is probably just going to be my bit uh, until the Mavericks play in the regular season with Kyrie Irving on the roster and some of the other playmaking guards that the Mavericks have, I would like to see Luca use the way the Nets used James Harden uh, when, before uh, things went to hell up there where Harden was a point guard, true, true kind of magic Johnson esque point guard in the first three quarters. And then in the fourth quarter, he was their closer. Um, Luca obviously opens the game really well. You go look at Luca's first quarter stats throughout the NBA year. His first quarter stats are better than a lot of guys' stats throughout the whole game. He's just that good. You know, 32-8-8 eight eight for an entire season is, is pretty something. But I would like to see him finishing games that way, really putting putting the team on his back and carrying them home then as opposed to throughout the whole game. And I think you can do that with Kyrie Irving. I I, I think it's it's interesting. You know, with Slovenia, they, they play just due to the kind of talent disparity with Luka and everybody, you know, compared to the rest of the team. He's going to end up having the ball a lot. But – that's all right. In a 40-minute game, game, you know, a lot more crazy stuff can happen. Um, I think the shorter the game, the more likely an upset. Uh, Slovenia, I think, had like the fourth best odds for the World Cup the last time I checked, which is is pretty good considering, you know, the United States and Canada were up above them. They were ahead of teams like uh, France and Spain and some of the other kind of longer standing international powers. So that element of, of kind of what we're seeing from the world cup is, is pretty interesting. Um, and remember guys, there's a, you know, not a ton of people in here again, dead of summer, perfectly fine. I'm not, don't blame anybody if they don't want to talk, but if you go ahead and click, you know, the link that's in the pinned post here, you can come hang out on stage with me. Uh, and we can talk a little ball, anything that's kind of on the top of people's heads. I was reading the comments to our last podcast and a number of folks were pretty um, passionate in their response to, to Josh's thoughts that the Mavericks don't necessarily need Clint Capella. Um, I, I find it very interesting that I think everybody wants Derek Lively to play a lot. I think the concern is that he might not be able to play a lot just due to foul trouble, physical limitations, Jason Kidd holding him to a particular standard. And that's why they want you know, a lot of fans would like to see the Mavericks upgrade the center position with somebody like Capella. Uh, I just don't know. I don't have a firm enough take on it. Josh was kind of anti in the sense that he doesn't think it's a great use of resources. I guess I get that. Um, I, I, I try to understand where uh, he's coming from on that. I also understand if you really think that Capella could end up boosting this team. I suppose my question for for anybody that that is interested is um oh so so we got a good one i i worry about lively's weight he's going to get bodied by the likes of looney here's the thing man lively is already bigger than tyson chandler was when tyson was maverick like i saw them standing next to each other tyson always played incredibly thin um just relatively like lively's got lively's a big body like he's he's a heavier dude 
uh, at least in, in very muscular. I was sort of expecting him to be thinner too. Cause again, you know, it's a college player. He's 19 he's coming in. He, he's pretty well developed, which was, was something I'm, I'm, I was kind of surprised by. Um, one thing I'm curious about, and, and please guys either answer me in the comments or come up here and, and talk with me a little bit about it. Do you think that getting a Clint Capella, let's just say the Mavericks are able to win a staring contest and able to move Clint Capella for, I don't know, Tim Hardaway and the second round pick. Cause they have a couple now uh, that they got in the, the sign and trade for Grant Williams. Does that move the Mavericks from the seven, eight, nine area, which is sort of where I feel like they are right now on paper into the, f- you know, four, five, six discussion. Does Clint Capella do that for you? I earnestly don't know. I earnestly don't know. Bernardo says, I think it's good for seconds, but for a first, do not do it. That's where I am too. That first round pick, the 2027 first round pick is the pick that they have to hold on to. The Dallas Mavericks owe their 2024 pick to the Knicks right now. That's the one. uh, And if they don't, I I think if it doesn't convert this year, then it becomes like two future seconds. Um, Zachary says it makes the Mavericks a top five team, in my opinion. I'm genuinely fascinated by that. I don't have strong Capella opinions outside of the fact that I feel like getting him would be just classic Mavericks and getting a center like three years later than we possibly needed him. All right, we got uh, we got my first uh, guest. You know, it's a, it's a slow day for me. Usually we got at least three or four people who want to talk. My buddy Josh here, uh, different Josh, uh, is in the chat. What's, on, what's going on, guy? Hey, I didn't want to leave you hanging, man. How's it going? That's fine. I can talk to myself. You've seen me do it. But thanks for coming up. What's going on? No, it's good. It's good. My uh, my wife just took our daughter with her to uh, Kansas City for the weekend, so I've got what? a I've got a solo bachelor. You have, do you have man meal planned? Like the thing you can't eat while your wife went, is there? I went to Costco literally an hour ago, and I bought a A five Wagyu steak that I'm mm. defrosting currently. That I plan to to sauce up tomorrow night. That's a magnificent choice. I was I was also hoping for something like I bought an entire rotisserie chicken to eat by myself. Um, <laughs> no, yeah, man. So, so what are what are we what are we thinking? Uh, yeah, no. So the Capella thing, I, mean, I think he raises our floor. I don't know if he does anything for our ceiling. Like I think. Okay. Like I think he he would fill a dire need. We don't have a starting caliber center, so I don't see how he wouldn't help the roster. But I don't I don't think we go from an eight seed to, you know, winning the West by adding Capella. I think it's more like we might win a playoff series, have a competitive second round. And that's, that's kind of it. Um, but I'd be down to, to, to trade him if, if the price is THJ and, and a couple of potato chips. Like as long as I agree with you, don't, don't touch the first, don't touch Josh Green, don't touch Hardy. Um, otherwise I'd take him. Yeah, I'm wondering about the Green Hardy thing because I think at some point the Mavericks are going to have to make a little bit of a determination because I want to say it was Brian Damaris talking on Take That With You uh, where they sort of thought like right now looking at the the guard rotation, is Hardy the odd man out? And I just can't fathom that with how he ended the season. I mean, I've been pretty hard on Josh his entire career. There was a stretch of games after – Oh, I know. it was the six. It was the the game where kids kind of like just cut his balls off uh, and put um, who was it Holiday, Holiday in, and then Josh. Like you look at Josh's box score, it's like six games in a row where he does nothing, and yeah. then he ended out the season pretty good. But he and Hardy both ended out the season pretty well, and I just I don't know how you would sit either of those guys. Is I think sort of 
I think they should be tethered together off the bench. I think every minute Hardy plays, I think Green should play with them because I think they complement each other so nicely in terms of playmaking, defense, mm-hmm. shot creation, and then like like Green is a glue guy, Hardy's an ISO scorer, and I just feel like those those pairing that like they could they can make magic happen. Where I think Josh Green could obviously start also. I think he could play next to Luca or Kyrie, but I just think he he complements all the weaknesses that Hardy has very nicely. Mm-hmm. And so if if he's gonna be relegated to a bench role, if Tim's gonna start, which I think we all I think, think so, are, yeah. Then, then I don't see like Hardy. I mean, uh, Green will get the 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 lion's share of the the bench guard minutes, but if Hardy comes off the bench to play, I think he should be with Green because I think they they fit like a like a puzzle piece. Like I think they fit perfectly together. Um, I do. I think I, I was listening to your your you and uh, uh, Josh talk the other day, and you asked you asked what would be the closing lineup. Yeah, that was what somebody asked, and I was like, I'm not even yeah. giving it a thought. <laughs> yeah, and and yeah, you're you're like I hadn't thought about it, and Josh gave an, an answer. He said Kyrie, Luca, Green, Williams, Maxi, and I totally agree. I think Green, I know we, he can't guard um, power forwards. He 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 can't guard up, but he can certainly guard down. So I think he he can fill a small forward position a lot better than than guarding up like uh, Reggie Bullock could. Um, I, I don't know. I think I think Green is is kind of like a skeleton key. He's kind of like the bridge that that can bridge the starting unit to to the bench unit. And whether um, that's with Hardy or whether that's with Luke and Kyrie, I think he's he's the glue guy that can make both units function. See, I with Green, I want to see him play with Luca or Kyrie because I think yeah. if he's playing with both, you don't get any of one of the things that makes Josh so dynamic is his ability to friggin' take guys off the dribble, his willingness to do weird stuff while dribbling. If Luke and Kyrie are on the floor, you know, most of them guys are going to do, they're just going to be handling the ball the most of it. But yeah, I'm, I'm interested in that and in, in both of them playing. I think is what it comes down to. And if you're sort of staring at a log jam of minutes, that becomes frustrating. And that's where for me, I'm honestly less interested in Capella and I am freeing up, like moving on from Tim, if that's what the team wants. Um, It was, it was something it's, it's just, it's interesting because they, I really think they thought they could move Tim. I still think they can, but it strikes me as something that doesn't happen until the trade deadline yeah. or something like that. And then at that yeah. point, it just, it mucks up sort of one of the things they've been building. Cause I mean, and you could, until they signed Grant Williams prior to that, I think you could make the argument that like their best four players were all guards. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's just kind of weird. Yeah. But the lineup stuff's going to be fascinating. So I, I really think Omax is going to shove his way into regular starting. I really, really mm-hmm. do. I don't know whether that's a power forward or a small forward. Cause kid likes to play big. Yeah. And they're just oddly sized. Yeah. And he's the only guy on the team that's built like a true power forward. I guess Maxi is, but uh, he's the only guy that I think slots perfectly into a power forward position. So it, I think if, if it's Grant Williams is the only thing in front of Omax's way to, to getting, you know, significant starters minutes, then I think he'll you'll find himself there by January or February because mm-hmm. I think Omax's ceiling is much higher than Grant. It's just that shot if it's going to be real, if he's going to be able to knock down the open three that Luke is going to create. Because I know Grant Williams can do it. We saw yep. him do it in, in the Eastern Conference Finals. So um, until Omax can prove that he's a he's a not a liability on offense, I think defense is going to carry his. You know, his, it's, it's going to be his flag to plant in the ground. So I think that's right, guys. If you could take a minute and uh, go ahead and and like the stream if you haven't, uh, that sort of thing uh, is pretty helpful to to just the entire process here. And it's if you haven't subscribed to our show, I'm pretty sure everybody that's listening is, is a subscriber because why else would you be doing this in the middle of August? Go ahead and hit that subscription button. And then it also lets you know when we go live. 
We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Um, Josh, you thinking anything else? I got one last. The reason I came up here, one last thing. Uh, did you did you see the report that Dirk and Dwayne Wade are, are best friends now? I just can't handle it. Did, are you familiar with a 1980 science fiction movie called Enemy Mine? No, never heard of it. It's it's this movie about this 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 uh, human and an alien that were at war and they get stranded on a planet together and they have to figure <laughs> out how to work together. It's like it's a classic movie, but it's also it's like. I can't handle it. Like Dirk, send me that article, by the way, because I saw people talking about this, but I can't actually find it. Um, yeah. I am I am floored. It is okay that everyone doesn't get along. Nobody fucking likes KG. That's like one of those things that's like secret. Like, no, only KG's like the guys that played with him love him, but like Duncan, Dirk, uh, all the rest of them found KG super annoying. Mm-hmm. That's fine. Who cares? Like, like we're all, you know, like, like we're all like competition breeds real like real disdain you yeah. know that's fine yeah like it's 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 something they had I, yeah, I only i only say that because you know the ceremony's coming up in a week i think august 12th so yeah next week so it's like so that, be- that's gonna be like like i i really am trying hard not to talk about dirk because next week is like dirk week yeah it's gonna be dirk and Dwayne wade week don't forget that yeah, it's, that's it's right well be- i mean the whole class is incredible like i rarely yeah. watch all of the hall of fame stuff just because some of the classes are divided. The class is bananas. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. I mean, Tony Parker, it's going to be great seeing all those guys, but I just, yeah, that, that was funny that, that Dirk is, uh, you know, leading with class again, and maybe we should take a page out of his book. I don't no. know. Or we don't have no. to. I we don't have not to. Take, I will not lead with class. <laughs> all, right. all right. Thanks so much, Josh. You're the best. Have a good weekend, man. All right. You too. Um, all right. Now we have uh, Andreas, uh, our, our regular overseas correspondent. What's, what's going on, my guy? Good evening. I'm very happy that you um, bring me up and uh, that you that you do this. I, I got out of practice, and you guys heard me <laughs> saying this at the start of summer. When I do something on regular rotation, it becomes part of my routine. Then I fall out of my routine, and I'm like, I don't want to do it. And it's like so hot, and I'm just like, I, I don't know. But I'm, I'm glad I'm glad you joined me. What's going on? Thank you. I uh, um, I have to say I'm very happy with the office season so far. Okay. Uh, my, my worst fear is that we somehow land a Rudy Gobert and trade everything, but Luca uh, uh, didn't materialize. So uh, what usually happens in the off season, I think that's uh, we can agree on that. And that we got some very interesting pieces. I'm very high on pretty much anyone we got. Um, that includes all our centers, I must say, based on where we started off. 
would we have gotten the the best center there is? Um, probably not. I'm very happy that we didn't get somebody who, um, uh, uh, like Miles Turner, uh, like this uh, sort of guy. I mean, he's supposedly a wonderful guy. I don't want to take anything sure. away from that. But as a player, he does he fit? As a exactly. player, does he make the Mavs better? And and I, I just don't have a firm answer for that. I, yes. I liked what Josh was saying before, and I think what I think a fair amount of our commenters really do want a different center because they want the floor to be raised. And I support yeah, I that. that rationale, but I'm yeah. thinking about like playoffs. And I know it's a little <laughs> cart before the horse since the Mavericks just missed the playoffs <laughs> and you got to get there first. But yeah. some of these guys can't play very much in the playoffs. It's like you just watch centers slowly get worked out of the whole process. Exactly. And and then we got a guy like Grant, who um, I believe his nickname is Batman because he's covering, he's defending Jokic so well. Mm. Mm. Um, and uh, who's really shining in um, in the playoffs. And I think Kyrie um, has that thrill and the drive still and, and maybe a little bit rejuvenated. So we have guys, um, Omax, I, I'm very high on him as well, who might slot in so bigger guys at the center um, spots in playoff minutes anyway. Uh, having had uh, so many great examples like um, um, uh, Golden State, for instance, obviously, that, that's, a, that's, a, that's quite a comparison. Uh, but anyway, yep. there's, there's some, uh, some question marks I still have. Um, the first thing which continues to come to mind is who's going to be the on-ball defender, in particular some speedy guys, um, some, um, some, um, yeah, some, some speedy point guards. I can't see right now, maybe I'm wrong really, um, uh, a Grant chasing behind those speedy guards. Uh, we have obviously Josh. Can he be considered the on-ball defender? I think he has to soak up some minutes there. Then uh, Dante, you never know. Uh, maybe he Jaden develops a little bit in that regard, but but who do we really have? I think this is where Fibo would have slotted in beautifully. What do you think? What what's your take on this? I think we dodged a bullet with Thibault, but in the long term. But I do under <laughs> I do understand like the vision for what the Mavericks were going for there. I mean, I I you know Jason Kidd and and I still think of of this piece at least like once of once a week where. Um, over at Dallas Magazine, Istok Franco wrote about how small the Mavericks are. Mm. I, they didn't really get a lot bigger, but they do. You, there are some areas where they, you know, because Omax, Omax is a huge person. I can't really explain. Like having seen him in person, he's an older guy, which is fine. You know, he's a senior. <clears throat> I think you know, maybe he's a junior, but he's a little more developed physically than some of the like nineteen-year-old rookies that come in. Um, mm. And so he's a big guy. Uh, uh, our, Grant Williams is a different kind of big guy because he's only six six, but he's like he's a like a almost wide for for lack of a better term. And he that's why I think he's able to guard certain kinds of bigs really well because he's strong and can get under center of gravity. I'm just curious yeah. where we're gonna if we're gonna play him more at like power forward. Like obviously I think you can go with him at center at times, but yeah. Some teams that'll just crush you on that, but that's sort sure. of the that's sort of the gamble I think that the Mavericks have made. If they don't go get someone like Capella, where you're going to get rough run roughshod by somebody like like Denver, 
Um, exactly. But you might have gotten the crap kicked out of you by Denver and Jokic anyways, because jo Jokic is incredible. <laughs> okay, that, that's a good point. Um, I, um, thank you for that. For, I, I guess we will find out uh, um, if, when the season starts, and uh, I, for one, can't wait. It's really, um, I'm very excited about this season, I must admit. The preseason um, stuff should be getting released over the next couple of weeks. Like, we should have yeah. – and and I'm gonna pay very close attention to that because my my other bit, like the thing I'm just gonna be thinking about, is I just need the Mavericks to not play 500 basketball for the first 20 games. I need them to get out oh, yeah. and play good, definitive basketball and win yeah. with some authority and generate some buzz. Yeah, no tinkering in the first games again. How many seasons in a row did we have this? I I, I lost count. I lost track. Uh, in my opinion, this is what preseason is for, exactly. And uh, um, hopefully not not this weird lineups we've seen in the past before stretch minutes. I mean, then, the, um, like, there were games that started last year where it's like Kid just kept going back to JaVale despite yeah. it not working. And it's like, can we just can we just stop? You know, oh well. And for how many minutes? I think like 15 minutes easily. Yeah, in the 15 minutes that they lost the game. Yeah, so... Um, I'm I'm very curious if uh, Javal, uh, do you pronounce his name? I say it's Javal. Javal. Yeah, I don't think yeah, he starts. Uh, I, I think they cut him before the season starts if they can't move him. Yeah. I, I don't I, think. I think like, I'm guessing. Down. I'm guessing. This is speculation. Yeah. I don't know if Luca was very thrilled with him at points last year. There was way too many in-game situations where Luca would be like glaring at the guy. I, it was something else. Yeah. So yeah, but, uh, otherwise we would have way too many centers anyway i still consider maxi as a power forward i know he's kind of a little older and naturally you shift a little bit to the bigger positions uh, particularly if you're big but i still consider him a power forward particularly if he plays with dwight then yep. uh, we need his defense anyway yeah it's a nice combi anyway uh, those two always have been yeah uh, then a third ball handler uh obviously we know luca Kyrie. um off the charts, but who else do we have? We have Zeth, who could maybe slot in a little bit. He did that on his last since, but now he gotten older, and I'm not entirely sure if he gotten better at, at that point in his game. Then yep. Dante again. Uh, I think we can scratch Jaden after the performance as a ball handler. Um, <sighs> he has other strengths, I think. Sure. We, we, I guess we'll find out. And then we have Josh, who's always a wild card in that regard. Mm -hmm. um, um, what what do you think? What will the who will the third ball handler be? I, I think they'll give Josh plenty of time, plenty of chances. Yeah, I, I, I'm very describing him in a while as a wild card is probably the most accurate description because when things are going well, everybody that watches the team is like, oh, this guy. Because there's someone in the comments earlier said I think he might make 15 million a year because he's he's due for a, a new contract. That's, and then yeah. there are games where you watch him and he looks like he looks like he's never seen a basketball in his life. Yeah. And it's then, just like there, there's the, there's very rarely like, oh, that was a good Josh game. It was that was a terrible Josh game or that was an <laughs> unbelievable Josh game. Like there's just, you know, not a lot like despite his averages, you go look at his box scores and it's it's weird. Yeah, I, I agree. Sometimes he had like those four point games and mm -hmm. uh, played 20 minutes still. And uh, that was a mystery to me still. That is particularly interesting to me considering the on ball defender situation. He can't be both the on ball defender and the third ball handler at the same time, in my opinion. So that really? would be. 
off a little bit. I don't too mind much. it because I mean, if, no? if you assume, so this is actually maybe I can I can kind of see where you're going because I've been of the the opinion for most of the summer that if the Mavericks are hopefully make make the roster and the offense a little more egalitarian, include in terms of moving the ball early. Okay. Then yeah, you got to have more people handling the rock. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I can see your concerns. And I think that's an undervalued point as well. I think uh, all the guys we got in uh, don't only want to share the ball, but they also can share the ball in mm. compared to the roster beforehand. And uh, I think the point you also made earlier about the, uh, about the length uh, the length is only one part of, of athleticism. We've seen that all the time. I'm, I think Charles Barkley is the best example, obviously. Mm. For them. And um, obviously, it's quite a quite a uh, stretch to compare Grant to Charles, but uh, they're both undersized to a degree if you want to slot him as a power forward or even as a center, particularly. Yeah. Uh, but they're crafty, they're dynamic, they have good vision, um, they are engaged. They want to get the ball. They dive after loose ball. This sort of situation, that's, that's good. We didn't have this in a long time. And uh, last thing um, if you, which popped into my mind is there are not a lot, really not a lot, but a few still very interesting uh, f- uh, free agents on the market. First and foremost, P.J. Washington. And obviously with the situation, I just look at this right now here, we have a f- not an awful lot, but a few... Uh, guys in Charlotte, uh, we have Kelly Ubre, I think is uh, more of an offensive guy, uh, but we have PJ Washington. They have a lot of both forward guys right now. Anyway, what do you think? Is there is there even a tiny chance that we can snatch him off? And would he be a good fit still, considering where we are with this roster? What's your mm-hmm. what's your thought on this? Well, the Washington stuff is the most difficult to, to to talk about to people that aren't extremely into the league because he's obviously very good. So him not being signed is confusing until you really <laughs> have to get into how contracts work. And no, I, I wouldn't be shocked just because the situation in Charlotte is weird. I wouldn't right. be shocked if he's one of the first guys in a long time to sign that one-year tender and then hit the market next year as a true free agent because Mm -hmm. he wants a significant amount of money. And I I think he's good enough for it. Josh, Josh Bowe has been advocating that the Mavericks by hook or by crook try to find a way to get him, but Mm -hmm. they just, you know, they, they just don't have enough. And I have, I, it would, that would be kind of an incredible cap on how things ended. Um, if they were able to come up with him, but I just I don't really see it. And then you had one more free agent that you said. Um, so oh, Ubre. Then Ubre. That's right. I think he's in some regards when you consider his play. I don't think his personality, but definitely his play uh, comparable to Timmy. Is that a fair comparison in terms of more offensive focus? I think he's uh, definitely more offensive focused. The reason he's not under contract is from what I am understood is that his vision of himself and what he's capable of doing and what the teams are seeing from him, very yeah. wide gap. <laughs> and and he just, he's, he's like, like he's an incredibly, this is a weird thing, but he's like an incredibly handsome man. 
Like his <laughs> confidence is like off the charts. He said he was too. There was a story I saw last week about how he was too pride. Like he says that he was too prideful to ask Michael Jordan for a specific pair of shoes. It's like, why? You're, you're, we're playing for Michael Jordan. Go ask. What are you doing? I, he's, he's a bit of an odd duck. Um, and I think that's why he hasn't been signed to date. That's quite possible. I think that's the reason why a lot of guys still on the, on the contract in the NBA anyway. Because sure. they have such likable personalities. Sure. I mean, Christian yeah. Wood is still unsigned. Like, And, and he's a good oh, functional yeah. player. You know? It's, Very it's, true. There's, there's just an element of this to where if you're really truly one-sided, as a player, like if you can't play defense, then teams have a much harder time yeah. signing. Like you have to bring multiple things to the table if you're not guarding. And uh, I remember, was it you or was it just saying that you can imagine that uh, he comes back to the Mavs on the minimum contract one year, something, something in the in the end of a uh, season now? Probably me. Else? Nothing would surprise <laughs> me with Wood, but I just, I just don't know. I don't know. Yeah, we'll, I guess we will see and find out. Very That's interesting right. few days ahead of things still. Uh, still got, you know, just a couple more weeks of us, <clears throat> a couple more weeks of us being kind of bored. Yeah. But there have been, you know, there's there's enough stuff on the calendar, like the Dirk thing next week for for any oh, German yeah. fan is and any Maverick fan, I think is pretty important. I think then, then the oh, yeah. World Cup stuff, the World Cup games are going to be great. They're they're uh, Philippines are just such a basketball enthusiastic country. I just think it's going to be great. Um, I'm really looking forward to watching a number of different teams play. The United States team is probably their least. It doesn't have like like marquee like guys and bright lights, but I think it's a team that's capable of playing really well together. Um, yeah. So that that sort of stuff is fun for me. I, I'm I'm looking forward to that. And uh, I, I can see that. And uh, isn't it is Kerr who is that coach as well? Yes. Mm -hmm. And uh, obviously has a pedigree to bring people together. That's right. Uh, That's a good and point. Get, get uh, uh, things out of guys um, other coaches might not have been able to, uh, yep. obviously. So, yeah, well, a, point, a very interesting point. I'm very curious. Um, yeah, that, uh, that, those are my takes for today. Thank you very much for bring me up I appreciate absolutely it. appreciate you andreas all right see you. see you next time okay so here's kind of what the what the deal will be for for mavs moneyball i think next week we will attempt to do some more dirk centric content content i've not even been <clears throat> pushing aggregation over at mavs moneyball um here josh and i will still talk uh i'm pretty sure at least on tuesday i won't be able to record this one next week because of i have to take uh, i have to go drive to kansas city to see my folks but we'll have stuff up and we'll be out and about so you know be sure to check your feeds if you haven't you know go ahead and leave us a review please leave comments on the post i enjoyed seeing this i got one last question which i saw earlier from christopher gardner saying have you talked about how tim bontemps said that he thinks it's a toss-up in the uh, between shy and luca the context of that was the best uh team in the or the best player in the world cup this year um i mean shy was the other first team guard i love shy gillis alexander he was fourth in mvp voting luca was eighth <clears throat> i think luca is a better overall player but shy might be shy might be like one of my five favorite guys in the league to watch so like it's really hard for me to be like eh, i don't think he's that good because i do i think he's awesome i just think luca you know i've said this and i'll keep repeating this like Luka could be Thanos snapped right now, and I think he would be a, a, a basketball Hall of Famer. 
can't say that about shy so all right team thanks so much for hanging out this has been kirk henderson of pod maverick and this has been group therapy live everybody please leave us a review comment all that wonderful stuff uh you can send us an email if you are at all interested at pod maverick podcast at gmail.com and i will do my best to answer your question Thanks so much for hanging out with us on a Friday and everyone go enjoy your weekend and try to not get sunburned if you're here in Texas. Bye guys.